Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? Pretty good, Chris. I mentioned to you earlier I got a new got a new phone because the because uh, the iPhone loves to poop itself later in the years. Uh, even though mine's only, I think they're on. I have a twelve. I got a twelve now. I think they were on thirteen, and I had a ten. I've lost. I've lost track. I don't. Of, yeah. like, where we are? Because like I sometimes think I have an eleven, but I'm not positive. Because <laughs> sometimes they do like pros and maxes and pluses. Right. Just they add up. They, they have a, a smaller one now too. Like my sister got a new phone recently, and hers is smaller. So now they're going like back they went, to small. They went from going <laughs> big, small. Now it's like whatever you want. I remember there, my mom, I, mem- I remember got, she came home one time and was like, oh, I got the new iPhone. And her iPhone was like this big. I was like, mom, you just <laughs> bought an iPad. Yeah. And uh, now I guess they're going smaller. But yeah. that, they'll, they'll, they can't fold now, right? That's not, that's Samsung, right? No, Samsung can fold. The iPhones can't fold. No, I, I they like will. I know they yeah. will be able to fold eventually. Mm-hmm. The folding doesn't make any sense to me. I, I don't. don't know. It's like back to the flip phone. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> I'm not kidding. So I'm in the AT and T store this morning, and there's a guy that comes in there, and uh, there's like three people in line, and like we're just like chatting or whatever, and they're like, some woman's like, oh, like. How old's your phone that you're getting new on? And I was like, oh, I got a 10. Some mom in front of me was like, oh, I got an 8. And some dad in front of her was like, beat you guys. I have a 6. <laughs> and was talking to the guy. And the guy was like, what are you here for? Like an upgrade? And the guy was, and the guy was like, nah, I just need a charger. <laughs> what? <laughs> so the guy. The thing is a relic at the, this point. The guy went all the way to the AT&T store instead of like anywhere you can get a charger. Bought a charger <laughs> from there. Waited, he I was he was there before I walked in, so was waiting for like probably a good twenty minutes to get that charger, mm-hmm. and had an iPhone six. We he left, and the woman behind me that was like asking everyone questions, she was like, "No way in hell that thing's staying alive ever, even if he has a charger." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." Honestly, he probably he probably works for Apple, so he just knows how to like fix up the phone when they try to slow it down. <laughs> That's the only explanation. For the- that. Or he's just like some old geezer and he's like, he was talking about how, why he needs a charger. He's like, man, this phone stays alive for like two hours. I was like, maybe you should like get a new phone. <laughs> maybe because it's 10 years old. Maybe because it's, yeah, probably 12. I don't know when the six came out. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, that's, yeah. So that was, that was hilarious. But uh, AT&T store is like the worst place to spend an afternoon. And it's, it's never like, oh, I'm going to run to the AT&T score real quick. No, it's like, no. I'm going to go to the AT&T score. And For it's two hours. It's a whole event. <laughs> yes. It's a, you have to take a part of your, you have to get a part of your day out uh-huh. to go to the AT&T store. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. And it's like going to the DMV, but it's <laughs> yes. even worse. It could be even worse. There was the one right by where I live in Columbia. It's run by. Uh, I think they, 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 I've heard they were like students and it's only, there's only, I've seen one guy in there and it's been, I've been in there twice. Cause first of all, you can't go into the AT store store once. It has to be like twice to do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy, he was, he was doing a one man show, one man job and he was killing it. Gotta admit, gotta give props to him. <laughs> He was, uh, and people were complimenting him on him killing it. They're like, look, you're not uh-huh. trying to like sell us anything. We just come in, we <laughs> tell him what you want and you get us what you want. And he's like, man, it makes everything more efficient. So I was like, yeah. Good <laughs> it's a man. tough place to run the floor. There was a lady one uh, time that, there that was like all. trying to recruit me to work there basically. Oh, hell no. She was like, oh yeah, like the benefits here are so good. And then I'll like pay for college and I make this much. And I'm like, lady, I don't know anything about phones. Yeah, I'm not. She's like, oh, they teach you everything. And I'm like, I don't want to deal with people like me coming in. Yeah. To have like one iCloud for their whole family. And then you have to figure that out because they can't. Do no, it yeah. Themselves. I'm not so. touching any of that stuff. Especially, yeah. I feel like if I were to work on Android, it'd probably be easier. Because Apple, it's just like everything's connected somehow and it mm-hmm. works. And I don't understand. But that's not what we're here for. I'm here to talk about uh, the pod, and I gotta say, Chris, we're a week in, week literally a week from the Commanders announce. How do you feel? I don't really think about it much anymore, <laughs> so I think that's a good thing. I'm more so like onto the football side. All right, where all it's right. Like, all right, we've had the dust is settled at least for me. It's like whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna make me mad anymore. Probably until I see him on the field. 
And we've, uh, you've mentioned to me, and haven't mentioned it publicly to the listeners, but you've done a 180 on a certain quarterback. <laughs> I, all right, so I still think that Russell Wilson coming here would, like, bother me. Not him come, but, like, having him as my quarterback would definitely inevitably cause problems. However, I do, like, I've listened to some local radio, spent some time on Twitter, and I've decided that it would be a significant enough upgrade that uh, they might have a shot at something with him. There's I'll, no... I'll be, be yeah. all on board. There's definitely no reason... Like, there's no world where the commanders get Russell Wilson and you're like, oh, this is terrible. This is terrible. Yeah, I know. This is <laughs> um, well, because I feel like I've just said so many times how much I don't like him. So I'm going to put you on the but, spot. I can give you two, like a couple seconds to think. Who are your top five... Like, who are your choices right now for quarterback? Rodgers is one. Wilson is two, and then probably go to the draft and just stick with Heineke. So you want either the two superstars or a rookie? I think so. I think I, that's. I would take Derek Carr though. I wouldn't. I would be like a little bit excited about Derek. You're Carr. asking to make the seven seed. That much. You're asking <laughs> to make the seven seed and then lose to the two seed. Yes, I, I mean they won a division with Haskins. And Alex Smith and Colt McCoy and or not Colt McCoy. Oh, we got Kyle a live Allen. hey live fan asking for the end of the season record already. Already, we didn't even know what the team looks like, but he wants <laughs> to see it. He wants to see it. Eleven and six. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. With with Rogers, it's an automatic thirteen wins. Oh yeah, say that. Yeah. With, with Russ, Rogers. I'm going to say ten and seven, eleven and six. With anyone else, we're sitting at like seven and ten again. That's pretty fair, I think. That's the full breakdown. I think that's pretty fair. With, with Carr, it's it's nine and eight, and that's no, oh, that's a guarantee. Nine and eight <laughs> wild card spot. <laughs> you can take that one to the bank. Yeah, that's definitely a guarantee. All right, uh, we got we got enough football to talk about on Friday because we're saving all of our Super Bowl stuff. Mega Super Bowl pod. Prop the props will be prop bets, uh, wise picks, all the Super Bowl talk coming Friday. But right now. Tomorrow, we thought, we thought we'd be ready. This is going to be the trade deadline. We don't have to do any predictions. Everything's going to be done already. But no, apparently it's tomorrow. <laughs> and, I don't know how that slipped past both of us. No, because I was like, last week, oh, well, I knew today, like this, I knew yesterday, I was like, oh, we have until Thursday. But this whole upcoming week, I was going into the week like, oh, Wednesday pod, deadline's going to be just over, fresh. Luckily, some trades happened uh, beforehand that we haven't talked about, which, uh, Chris, I, I want to add to the list that we, uh, we got to talk about Karis LeVert as well, which we can talk about later. But the major trades is, the, the first one is the Sabonis trade, where the Indiana Pacers receive Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Tristan Thompson, and the Kings receive Sabonis, Justin Holiday, and Jeremy Lamb and a second-round pick. I mean, I just kind of think it's a, like I think two teams that aren't, weren't going anywhere are now not going to go anywhere. So it's weird for I get why they did it, but it's weird for a team that's in the Kings' position to make a move for a guy like Sabonis. That's obviously going to make them better, but not like significantly better enough to even like make a playoff push. I don't think. I mean, maybe getting the play in, but then like going forward, I don't know where it puts them. Yeah, I don't understand it either. They want to, they want to make the play in game. I guess they want to, they don't want to rebuild clearly, and I just don't see why. Like they've been so ass for so long. <laughs> like they're been, they've been so bad for so long that, right. and I don't, I don't know. They they didn't have many moves on the table because. They, they signed uh, Fox to this massive deal. They did have three point guards. They chose one of them to get rid of. And the major thing I've heard about the Kings is that everyone's crying about Tyrese Halliburton getting traded. What do you mean? Every, every, like well, yeah, all the Kings the, fans. I mean, like they weren't – it wasn't going to work out with him anyway. Like him and Fox on the same team. No, exactly. makes sense to begin with. So, like they had – they kind of had to do it, but – I don't know, like, Halliburton's not 
close to his prime yet. Sabonis mm-hmm. is. So I, like I gonna, agree. It's like you're making a move to compete now rather than later, which I don't know. I mean, they need to win at some point. Like, they need to just get in the playoffs. Just they to need to do like something. a little bit of life. Yeah, they've had, I think, it's, I think it's probably like 16 years they haven't made the playoffs or something like that. That's, That's like crazy. unacceptable for an NBA team when half the league makes the playoffs every year. Yeah, and now more than half. Now mm-hmm. they make the play-in. So, or, I mean, I guess the play-in's not really playoffs, but eight teams make it, and ten teams have a shot to make it. It's really yeah. uh, ludicrous that this ever happens. And what I don't understand is they had pieces to, like, trade, and, I, like, now they have Harrison Barnes, uh, their center, and I totally forget their center's name, but he doesn't work well with Sabonis. And, uh, oh, Holmes. And mm-hmm. Sabonis... And it's like, I guess what is nice is you have Sabonis and Fox, two people that aren't two point guards or two shooting guards. You have like two stars or two max players on uh, one in the front court, one in the back court. So I guess that's nice. But I just don't think this changes the needle to go anywhere, you know? Like Sabonis just came from an ass team. So now it's just two, you know, he's just on another one. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Like, if they can play together and it works, they'll end up looking pretty good doing it. I mean, they're like they're both borderline all star guys. Yeah, no, I agree. So, and they're both getting paid like they should be all star guys. Mm-hmm. So the the future, I guess, is I guess it's a little bit brighter. Uh, clearly, the Pacers are in the tank. They are just they want a top five pick. Yep. I think Buddy Heald will get. I think he might get flipped again before tomorrow just because mm. like he has he is a shooter that some teams will want and he has no like he has no point on this team. This team doesn't want him. So right. and they got Halliburton who's 21 and everyone all the uh analytic guys love him. All the um all the people that I listen to love him. So I I guess it's a good trade for Indiana and now they get they'll get him and they'll probably get one of the top five players. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it was a really good move on their part. It's just to say like, all right, we're we're moving on finally from this like little stretch where we were like they had a couple of decent seasons with this roster, but mainly just mediocrity and now like it's all falling apart. So actually moving on and like trying to become younger, that's like a really good sign if you're a fan. And there's an issue, like, the issue with some NBA teams is they stick too long. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. like, we'll try to make it work, try to make it work. And we've heard Miles Turner on the trade block for the past, like, five, <laughs> five years. years. Yeah. This guy has been in every trade rumor, and he's, he has never been shipped. So, this was, we knew, we kind of knew this year, like, Sabonis is, he will be off the team by the end of the year. At least him or Turner mm-hmm. will be off the team. Right. And... It's funny now. I don't think they need to trade Turner, right? They have Halliburton. They can see how they work together and see if mm-hmm. they they get some chemistry. Or if they do, they they have Tristan Thompson now to to just play as them for center. Which remember when Tristan Thompson was? I mean, he was in the finals for like four straight years. He was, he was an impactful player. He was an impactful player. Now he's just he was he was on the Celtics last year. And then he was on the Kings and. Now he's just sitting on the Pacers, cheating on Phil. <laughs> yeah, his career has not followed a, a good path. Yeah, he's still a champ, though. That's all, yes, that's all that matters. at the end of the day, he is a champ. So, I guess people love grades. We'll give these team trades. Um, oh, we have... Okay, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I'm reading the comments real quick. And uh, we have a hot take saying... Um, <laughs> We have wise picks coming in. Yeah, we do. We have two wise picks in the Super Bowl, and we have apparently Harden to the Rafters calling it right now. I don't know if that's a trade deadline deal or him in free agency later. I don't see. I mean, I don't think the Raptors are going to trade for James Harden anytime soon. But maybe in free agency. Um. All right, people love grades. We'll give him. We'll give him grades. Firing away. Yeah. Um. I'm going to give Indiana, I don't know, B plus, And then... I, I just looked at grades on CBS, so now I'm... Now you're biased. Like kinda, now you're swayed. I'm biased. You're swayed. All swayed. right. I, I can't think of any other grade than an uh, A for the Pacers and a C plus for the Kings. Well, I was going to say a B, B plus for the uh, 
Pacers and a C plus for the uh, Kings. So I guess they go same thing that the uh, the other one just said. Yeah. All right. the The other massive trade that happened yesterday was C.J. McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., Tony Snell to the New Orleans Pelicans for Josh Hart, Thomas Stanaransky, Nicole Alexandra Walker. Who didn't did he lose the? I didn't flipped. know. I didn't know that guy was in a thing. Yeah, that, that oh, guy. Did he lose the? I didn't know that guy was existed. Um, <laughs> a two a twenty twenty two first round pick and two second round picks. Um, so first of all, uh, everyone was posting end of an era. CJ McCollum, Dame Lillard. Yeah, end of an era that did absolutely nothing and won absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. They well, the same thing happened with Wall and Beal when they traded Wall. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. like, oh, let's look back at all of these great moments. And it was like, they took the Celtics to seven games in the second round. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> there was like no actual winning. The Blazers at least made it to like a conference finals, I think. Yeah, once. And they got rolled. So, yeah, but they played together for like nine years. I know. They, <laughs> I know. And it's that funny. It's an organizational failure on their part to not put together. And it's very similar to what happened in Washington where you have – studs or two studs in the backcourt and you can just never put a roster around them that's built to compete in the playoffs it's funny i think unless you have the the talent that like the golden state warriors have with clay and steph i think it's hard to build around two guards it is especially cj mccollum and dame lillard are two small guards that couldn't really play defense so that they were getting exposed Mm. all the time and the the cj mccollum like they played together for nine years, he was in trade rumors for like eight of them. <laughs> he was, he was every every deadline he was getting dealt somewhere, uh-huh. in eight eight of those years. So now it finally happened, and I kind of lo- I kind of love the trade for both teams. I think both teams pretty, did pretty well in this. Yeah, I'm. Well, I mean, the Blazers like had to get rid of him at some point. So I guess you can say like they got a decent haul back. And they got rid of Larry Nance Jr.'s salary. Tony Snell. Uh-huh. I don't know how much he made, but Tony Snell. Uh, and they get back, a, like, a de- I think Josh Hart's pretty good. I think he's mm-hmm. decent. Uh, Thomas Sadoransky, which I think they flipped with uh, Nico Alexander-Walker. We could talk about that in a little bit. But they, the main thing they did was free up cap space for the offseason. Mm-hmm. They have, I think it's like, 20 something million dollar trade exception and they're going to have spot a spot for two max players in the offseason. So yeah, it was it actually seemed at first I was like, "Oh, now that means Lillard is going to get moved as well." But then like the more I read into it, it seems like they're actually doing it the smart way and just getting rid of everyone around Lillard that they don't need. Yeah. And that they're not going to need next year when they actually try to recruit like big time names to come play there and Dame Lillard is out for the season um he won't he won't play again and they talk about someone who can get a top five pick they have Mm -hmm. they technically traded their pick to the Bulls but it's lottery protected so if they get anything within the lottery which they won't make the playoffs so they will um they'll get their pick back and they they could be another team that gets a top five player and or a pick and then either use that to trade for someone or see if Dame likes any of the rookies or I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then see what they can do from there because if they they have pieces they can still trade for a big a bigger player, an all-star player. And now they have the cap space for it. The only issue is ain't nobody want to play in Portland. <laughs> I was going to say that, too. That becomes the next <laughs> difficult thing. Is Playing with Dame seems very attractive, but playing in Portland, maybe not so much, which is why it's curious that he's, like, on board with it. I don't know if he has said anything about it, but, well, like, if he is on board with this, like, it's going to be tough. So he did come out, and did you see on IG Live, he, uh, he saw, I think he was, either LeBron was in the comments or he was doing it with LeBron. And he goes, mm-hmm. he goes, oh, King James, make the call. That's what he said. He said, make the call. Oh, no. So, Dave, I, I think, I don't know if that's Dame saying he wants out. I doubt it. I mean, he's, it's not him demanding a trade. but And the yeah. Lakers, there's no shot they're ever going to get 
Dame Lillard, but he wants him to make the call. <laughs> Whatever call that might be, he wants him to make it. Uh, apparently, Damian Lillard said, my heart remains with the Trailblazers. Yeah, but what's his so, mind? What's whatever, his mind? Whatever that to? means. The heart can go anywhere, <laughs> but the, the mind, the mind wanders. Uh-huh. That's the one that wanders. Um, I'm looking at the... Uh... There's so many teams that want him, too. Oh, who wouldn't want Dame? Who definitely wouldn't want Dame? Um, all right. We have some comments saying that the, the Trailblazers <laughs> lost this by a mile, which I'm about to get to the New Orleans side of this, where they need one key piece to make this team an act, like I think possibly even a contender. They need goddamn Zion Williams to get off his fat ass and play. <laughs> he needs to get off his bum is ass he, foot. Is he ever gonna play? I I've heard nothing from him. I I he's gone <laughs> he's gone MIA. He he's like a missing person. We need to start putting Zion on milk cartons. <laughs> try to get him out of here. Try to someone try to find him. Uh, I mean think about it. You got CJ McCollum. Uh, now Brandon Ingram, Larry Nance Jr. Uh. Vernon Gomez, who has been playing great for them, and all they need is a star, and they have it. They have him on the roster. They drafted him first overall, and then they fed him well, a bunch we don't of gumbo. Know what he's gonna look like when he comes back? He could be like right? he could be like, like eight hundred no pounds. Idea. <laughs> it could be like Jabba the Hutt slugging up onto the. I mean, it's gonna take him court. like a long time to start playing full minutes again. That's for sure. Oh, definitely. Remember, he he would he didn't even play a game in the NBA, and they already put him on a minutes restriction. I know. He has been. I mean, these have been two disastrous years with Zion Williams. You you draft a guy first over, and you know sometimes that happens. Joel Embiid was third overall, didn't play for the first two years fully, and now mm-hmm. look at him. But I just think Embiid needs to talk. I think Embiid needs to talk to Zion. Be like, hey. This is what I did. Like maybe you can sit out for this time, but yeah. But Embiid was like probably rehabbing and not no, yeah, not eating cheese yes, commercials. Yes, yes. The I know we talked about this a while ago, but that that Mountain Dew commercial just makes him look so <laughs> fat. He's literally in the worst city to be in. Like I think he's addicted to eating. I think he has. He's like a glutton. Like it's he has funny. an issue with it. It's funny. We have. Like, we have no evidence of this besides every time we see him, he gets bigger and bigger. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's like scary. For like the next picture to come out of like him on the bench when he like falls asleep and he's just morbidly obese. We have, uh, we have wide in the comments saying that he's in a time chamber. I don't know if that, I don't know what the hell that means. I think that means like he's in a, I think he's out here. Put him on ice. That's what I'm saying. Put him, freeze him until he's ready. Like the, the carbon freeze. Yeah. Get him carbon freeze until the end. Um, the, I, I don't know what the, the treble, like I know they're getting rid of cap space. That's kind of their goal, but they're really like the worst team in the NBA right now. They're awful. Yeah. They completely imploded. <laughs> the only thing well, that like, is that the worst time. thing when you're like sitting at the eight seat every year? No, that's and, what like, I'm saying. No I'm anyway. Mister Blow It that's Up. I'm always. Yeah, I know you are. With the NBA, I am too. No, the NBA because like there's li- once you're in mediocrity in the NBA, you don't just have like a breakout season. No, like, it doesn't happen. No. You're sitting there and you're only gonna get worse. Your ceiling when your ceiling is like the four seed, that is a brutal spot to be in, and obviously it's better than being like. I don't know, the 12th or 13th seed every year. But at least when you're down there, you have, like, hope that you and can... It's all about the odds, baby. It's all about the odds. <laughs> land like, a draft pick yeah. or bring in multiple max players. So that's why, like, I, it doesn't even bother me. Well, and you look at, like, the Brooklyn Nets. They were god-awful. They got one... They got D'Angelo Russell. They tr- they flipped him. And they, they got, like, they, they got lucked in... To Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and that led to James Harden. So mm-hmm. you could like you could be shit and just get lucky, and all of a sudden you have a contending team. Yeah, the problem there though is that that's New York and this is Portland. Well, yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah, so it could backfire tremendously, and then they're just stuck with like the worst team in the NBA for five years. Plus, and they Dame have to Sell the team. Plus Dame. So I like 
I don't know. I wouldn't want him to, to move Portland. I honestly, I'm 100,000% on board for two more teams. I know this is like a, this is like a conversation for much longer, but I am definitely involved. I think there's enough good players in the league, and I think that COVID has proved that, that we can definitely sustain two more teams. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> All right. There's no reason not to. Yeah. That I can think of, at least. Other than now, the divisions would be uneven. Yeah, I guess, but, but that that well, I think there still is uneven divisions. Even if like right now, I think there's teams with four and teams with five, or divisions with four and divisions. Yeah, with there's five. three divisions on each side, right? No, I they thought there was four. Five. I, I know there is. Never mind, they each have five. You're right. I could have sworn one of them had more, but baseball yeah. for a long time had the weirdest setup where they had six teams in the NL Central and four teams in the AL West. And then they decide to move the asterisk. Yeah, but the, like it's funny. The divisions, the divisions don't matter at all in the playoffs. I mean, in NBA, in baseball they do. Yeah, no, and in football Which they is do why too. That was so weird. No one. But yeah, can, no. Like, I no think I think it. it's only for scheduling. Yeah, I think it's for scheduling and. Which is how it should be. There's no reason. I never. This is getting way off topic, but there's no reason <laughs> for like the division winner to get a better seed. That has never made sense to me. No, I didn't get that either. Like, especially in baseball, where, like, what was it? The Dodgers had to play the Yeah, the, the Dodgers Giants. had to play a wild card game, even though they finished with the second best record in the league, just yeah. because the team in their division was first. And in football, like, the 7-9 and nine Washington football team should not be hosting Tom Brady in the playoffs. <laughs> I, I like it in football, though. Just because in football, it's like, I feel like it's kind of iconic, you know, like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Because every time it happens, like, some dumb shit goes down when, like, the Marshawn Lynch Beastquake game, like, Taylor Heineke diving into the end zone. <laughs> yeah, that's So, true. like, they are cool moments that happen, but it's stupid. Yeah, I think it's stupid. You're right. The With, with the divisions, and we're way off topic, but that's okay. Um, like, I couldn't, as a Celtics fan, I'm looking at it right now, I, I, I had no idea that our division consisted of the Nets and the Raptors. I thought it was... I, I knew the Knicks and the Sixers were in it, but I had uh-huh. no idea who the other two teams were. I know the the Southeast, it's the Wizards, the Heat, Magic, Hawks. There's one more team. And Charlotte. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Look Charlotte. at you. Real super fan. just from 2K. Real super fan. <laughs> um, all right, while we're talking about the... Trailblazers, they they got uh, Nickel Alexander Walker, which might have been their best player on the roster from uh, <laughs> from uh, New Orleans. And now today they flipped him to Utah, uh, three team jail. Him to Utah, they get back Joe Ingles and uh, Elijah Huge. I don't know who that guy is. Um, and they also I, sent I out <laughs> they also sent out Thomas Sadoransky to. San Antonio, and Hancho Hernan Gomez is on Utah now. So kind of just like a mid-trade all around. Not really anything. Like yeah, it seems like teams are just like freeing up cap space kind of. Yeah, Portland's then... eating the Joe Ingles contract because he's injured. He won't even play. Yeah. Uh, and then he, but then he's expiring. I think Alexander Walker will play for Utah. I think they need it. Like I'm pretty sure he's like 11-point scorer. He, he doesn't get a lot of big big names but mm-hmm. he's young though yeah he's young and he i gotta i'm looking at him right now yeah he's averaging 12 points a game and i think yeah and it's his second year so mm-hmm. so good for that that's a good good pick yeah i don't i don't really have another take on this trade to be honest no i don't have another take either i think it's just a bunch of mid players swapping around yeah so um which is what we've had like the last two deadlines have just been the Hey, I got it. Don't really the, matter that we just have to force conversation about. Yeah, that's true. Like, oh yeah, Alexander Walker. Oh yeah, he's a real, he's a real game changer for the. Gives them more depth going forward. The. That's it. Uh, what was I gonna say? That we had what was nice about this trade deadline already is that we've had two big deals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I like it so far. Uh, uh the other deal. One we, probably coming. We'll talk we about that one. soon. Yeah, we did miss one. Uh, Karis Levert 
and a second round pick to Indiana for or no to Cleveland for Ricky Rubio, first round pick, uh, and then two second round picks. This is just another Indiana tanking, taking care of. Stavert. I like that the Cavs are going for it. I love this Cavs team. I got it. <laughs> I got to admit, this Cavs team is like, I, I I would I absolutely adore, it, especially because I know LeBron's looking over at LA and just like, yeah. Like, yeah, geez. honestly. I mean, it took him a while to recover, but like this is they're they're a well-built team and no one expected him to to play this well this year. We made fun of him for having like seven centers. No, and it, it's working. It's worked out. It's working. <laughs> they have now they have Jared Allen and uh Karis LeVert again. So like they, they got <laughs> yeah, every honestly. all of Brooklyn's assets. They have um which first of all, the fact that those two players aren't on Houston right now makes absolutely no sense. I know that was last year's <laughs> trade, and we talked about it last year, how Houston just got nothing from that deal, but whatever. It's the weirdest deal I think yeah. I've seen in the Especially NBA for a like superstar, time. yeah. Yeah. So the Cavaliers is actually an interesting story. They got completely lucky where they got the third pick in this draft, and Evan Moby looks like the best player in it. He just mm-hmm. like He looks like... If, if, if there was a redraft, I'm sure he'd go number one. It, it, they have so much draft luck. They've gotten the number one pick all these times, and they finally well, land a three. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say they have so much draft luck. I think this makes up for, like, Anthony Bennett. That's true. But I guess lottery luck, not draft luck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> That is true, because they when they got Kyrie, they weren't supposed to have the number one pick. And when they got Wiggins and then flipped him for love. They yeah, they weren't supposed to have that either. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. And, the, again, great deal for the Cavs. They're giving up nothing because Rubio's injured. It's a shame that Rubio was injured. I thought he was a great fit for this team. I thought he was doing great. And, I, I mean, it's, it's going to be a fun team to watch. I can't wait for the play. Like, this playoffs is going to be super exciting, especially mm-hmm. – if the next thing happens that we're about to talk about. And we'll do that right now. The rumor has it. The big, big rumor. James Harden to the 76ers yet again. And because <laughs> the same thing last year. But so apparently he's unhappy in Brooklyn. Yeah, shocking, uh, right? Shocking. James Harden's unhappy. Um, I, what I read is that he's screaming for a trade. Really? Screaming? <laughs> Game, uh, I'm, I'm I'm hearing gaming steam as Nets and Sixers in de- in mm-hmm. in the deal zone. That's a quote. In yeah, the deal I, zone. <laughs> what well, didn't didn't Woj shut it down though? Like yesterday? Was it yesterday? Like- I've heard many times that uh, what's his name is not uh, the coach Steve Steve. Uh, God, what's Steve his name? Nash. Steve Nash is not trading Harden. Uh huh. Interesting. But. I, they well, it's not that. his say, though. No, it's not his say. And the thing is, I, I like, I've heard that they're they're like saying, "Oh, he wants to stay in Portland, or not Portland, sorry, Brooklyn." And no, nah, it doesn't seem like he wants to. And my question is, what is so much better in Philly than in Brooklyn? I mean, not Kevin Durant. Epst on the team. And you don't have to play with Kyrie. The only thing that they... If he's in Philly, he the workload is off of him. Mm-hmm. So that's nice for him. And I read... Actually, I was I read this like article, and they had a great point. He came in as... I see the screaming in every way possible he wants out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Harden comes in, and he expects Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. The first year, he gets, I think together, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, and LeBron have now played more games than the other three. Yeah, it's tough. Isn't that a shocking stat? <laughs> Considering <laughs> Anthony Davis tough. has been injured for like two months. And yeah, still, I was about to say, he's always injured too. <laughs> yeah, and they still have played more games than these three. Uh-huh. The, the fact that the third, like he was supposed to come in, he finally is going to have a, a team that can win in the playoffs. It doesn't have to be all him. He doesn't have to use all of his effort during the regular season to be gassed by the playoffs. And then he comes in, and they're like, James, we need you to use all of your energy. And they gas <laughs> by the playoffs. 
so I I don't I, I don't feel bad for him. It's not like I'm like he could have stayed on he could have been on the Rockets this whole time. But I I don't know. I think they sh- I think they should trade him because I think he's gonna leave. Yeah, and I he will too. I think a team with Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and Ben Simmons beats that Sixers team. It actually worked out. Yeah, yeah. That that's actually my dream for it. I actually want it to go through, and I want Ben Simmons to beat the Sixers in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Because if you're Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, I think you're you're accepting this trade. You're definitely like you're not vetoing it. You're you're saying, hey, we're gonna get whatever depth comes with Ben Simmons because they gotta give him something else. Like yeah, Seth Curry. Yeah, or, that's not a that's not like a straight up deal. Yeah, no, or Maxi, a couple picks even that they can flip for some other depth that they desperately desperately need. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have Ben Simmons. You go, you look at Ben. You go, oh, you don't want to shoot? Don't shoot then. We don't give a yeah, crap. That's fine. <laughs> that's absolutely fine. <laughs> and he's a facilitator that can pass the ball and play really good defense on people mm-hmm. like Giannis and Embiid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about Embiid. Yeah, he could get Embiid's face. Think he matches up with Embiid? I think he could play Embiid. Maybe not for a whole playoff series, but he could definitely help. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. So, it's just funny that, like, Harden, like, they're in this spot with no depth, and that probably makes Harden mad, even though, like, the reason that they don't have, have any yes, depth is because, because they had to go get Harden yes. and, like, give up <laughs> the remaining role players that they had that were, like, solid pieces. Um, but yeah, and now, shockingly enough, he's upset again with where he is. <laughs> I he's such a baby. He really is a baby. And do you think he's like trying to get fat again? Do you think he will? He'll oh, get fat again. Get the get he's the sitting there like Zion. Yeah, he's sitting there grabbing some munching. chips. Like I'll, I'll be a, I'll be in Philly soon to eat the Doritos. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I think he hasn't been in shape this whole season. I no. think he hasn't been in shape. It doesn't shape. look like he's in shape. No, it really doesn't. And he had that remember in the uh, I think it was the Bucks playoff series. He had that like one game where he just like really went off. And then he hurt his like, uh, hamstring. So it's like mm-hmm. the same issues that James Harden had in Houston just came back and followed him. It's like, oh, he right. didn't change? What a surprise. <laughs> the guy who went to strip clubs in Houston won't take the playoffs or won't take Brooklyn seriously? Uh, who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, look at how, like, if you're looking back as the Nets, you are just kicking yourself repeatedly for making that trade, unless you can get Ben Simmons out of it. That or chip this year solves it. And everything else... I don't- you are losing your mind. No, year. I don't think they are. Not unless Kevin Durant comes back. And like Well, he should. Yeah, he will come back, but like come back 100%, you know. Mhm. Well, and they have to figure out the Irving situation as well. Yeah, they have to do something with Irving. The that is like that's the first domino. Because mm-hmm. if you're the Nets last year, you're fine with this trade. We have the big 3. We mm-hmm. are going to win like they they were like, we're going to win the championship. And then Kevin Durant's foot was too big. And now mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving <laughs> now Kyrie Irving can't play in yes. any home games. And you're like, not only do I have to deal with crazy-ass Kyrie, he's not going to deal with bitchy-ass Harden. Like, <laughs> Kevin Durant's got to be sitting there like, I Still left the, yeah, the It's Warriors. to the point where you like, you're bad for Kevin Durant. You're like, Kevin Durant's like, I'm just sitting there like, I can't believe I just left the Warriors for this. I left Curry and Clay to play with Harden play with Kyrie. and Kyrie Irving. Who, Kyrie was, like, he should have known he was a lunatic. He was on Instagram Live mm-hmm. saying, like, man, Kevin Durant and I, like, spiritually, we're like the same person. We, <laughs> He's like, in another life, could have sworn we were the same person. It's like, Jesus, Kyrie, you got to lay off, <laughs> lay off the shrooms, my friend. You got to relax. And... No, I. It's funny because I do feel bad for James Harden. Or not James Harden. Uh, Kevin Durant. And yeah, he's wasting and his he prime. Is an impossible person to feel bad for. No, after what he did. <laughs> oh man. So, I don't know where they go from here. I don't. I have a. I have a believing that it's just not going to happen. Yeah, I do too. 
It's all talk. It's just like last year. It's all talk, all talk. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. I hate. I think I hate Daryl Morey, the guy from the, the Sixers GM. Because like, he seems cocky to me. He does seem cocky, and he's just so like he's obsessed with Harden. <laughs> he like loves the guy. It's like uh-huh. all right. It didn't work in Houston. What makes you think it's going to work now? I don't know. I think they're in a much better team if they do it now. And I think it would. I think it actually. I don't know. That Houston team with Chris Paul, I think, was probably better than this Sixers team with Harden. It'd be hard. You know that they took the Warriors to seven and Chris Paul was hurt. Oh, yeah. Like that that team would have. That team should have won the finals. That's true. I think if Paul doesn't get hurt, they probably do. Or they didn't miss twenty eight or twenty three streets, which is or like twenty two streets. The most unbelievable things that's ever happened in the history of sports that a team. Have you ever seen the the SB Nation video about that? Twenty seven missed three threes. pointers in Game Seven. Yeah, straight. It's literally like one of the most shocking thing, like statistically, it could have ever happened. This YouTube video is two and a half minutes long of just all straight threes that are getting yeah missed. just all the bricks man heartbreaking it really is heartbreaking now i, I would mean, lose my mind if that was the celtics yeah. especially game seven like that is, i know this we're talking about some th- that's four years ago but still <clears> that's ridiculous um that team you're right is probably better than the sixers team and they still <laughs> couldn't win so yeah <laughs> who knows I, if I'm the Sixers, I make maybe you try to wait for Bradley Beal later. I know he's I know he's getting surgery, or maybe you try to wait for Dame because if they if Portland doesn't get anything in the offseason, they're gonna have to dump him eventually. So yeah, I'd I just, almost rather I have those guys. Yes, I was about to say Harden. I just don't want to deal with Harden. Right. And yeah, yeah he can be a phenomenal scorer, but he hasn't ever won in the playoffs, and. Mm. All he's been doing ever since he left Houston and the past two years in Houston is bitch and moan. Mm-hmm. He, he he literally didn't want to play with Chris Paul. His best teammate he's had. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, well, it's like he wants he wants to be the the guy. But in Philly, I still like they're gonna they're not gonna embrace him like they embrace Embiid. No, they love Embiid over in yeah. in Philly. So there's there's no way they're embracing him over over him. And do you I don't know if you've seen uh, the newest beef history of Harden and Giannis, but it's phenomenal. Oh, I haven't. No, it's pretty good. And that, and that's what they talk about. He wants to get his recognition and wants to get his style. And I don't know. He, he's not going to mm-hmm. get it. He's not going to get it if he's on. I think if he's on any team with another superstar, unless it's like a Chris Paul type or any A1 superstar, he's going to be the beta. You know? Yeah. All right. One more. Yeah, I, I don't feel bad for him whatsoever. I don't like James. Oh, I don't either. <laughs> uh, final predictions. Unless it gets, I don't think it's getting done. I might sound like a dumbass, but I, I don't think it's getting done. <clears throat> I hope it does just to spice things up. It would be interesting. It would make the playoffs really fun. And I think mm-hmm. it, the playoffs are already going to be very fun. But I think what would make this deal get done is if Simmons, you know, played at all <laughs> this season. That could have helped. But there are some wacky storylines in this league like this doesn't happen in other leagues no it's this league it's only the nba it's this league i mean the nfl is like slowly kind of turning into that with rogers and everything but like guys are playing at least this is just ridiculous a player today it's, uh sk or sz okpala got traded from the thunder or from the heat to the thunder for 2022 second round pick or 2026 second round pick so that's just like you might as well just give him up for nothing like get a sheet of paper for it it's like what you're when you're trying to make a deal on 2k and you're just throwing in like every last item oh yeah any any tradable aspect that you have to try to get them yeah (laughs) i don't even know who that guy is so whatever um that name didn't ring a bell at all and you think and you think a game like KZ would would ring a bell, but no, it doesn't. All right, let's get into our top five. It's been a while, and uh, it's been a while. Tired of talking about this league. All right, top Chris, five Wednesday. Top five. It doesn't sound. It doesn't roll off the tongue oh, like it used to. <clears throat> but that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. We'll uh, we'll make up for it, and by by having an excellent top five this week. It is the start of the Olympics. Uh, it's 
you know, all kind of still pre-stuff, right? It's not, there's no, no they're going. Stuff. No, I know, but I'm saying like, oh, like, like, it's all like, um, what do they call that? When you're getting like, you're placing your, the placement ones. And there's still like stuff. I, I, I don't know. Whatever. They're, they're getting into it and they're getting rolling and mm-hmm. we're doing our top five winter Olympic sports in general. Go ahead, Chris. You go first. All right. If if you know me at all, I, I didn't even put it on my list. My top one is curling. I, I knew it was your top one, which, so I didn't even put it on your list. Which we we won today. USA men started today. Oh, I didn't know beat that. Rush beat the uh, the Russian Olympic Committee. Ooh. In extra ends. Nice. So that was that was exciting. I was watching in class because, you know, you wait four years to to watch this stuff, and it just so happened that it was on Beijing time. It was on at like seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. That just wasn't doable for me. So like they aired again at five o'clock. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna wait, and I'll watch it then. But then I had class at five o'clock, so I had to sit there in in my econometrics class streaming the USA curling game, nice. <laughs> which is the second time in my life that I've watched curling during class. Which I don't know what that says about me, but yeah, curling's the best. Like there's just so much strategy involved, and like every so year, it's like all like the little terms that they use. It's just fun because it's such like niche sport that only so many people play but like the people that play like they really know what they're doing oh of course and yeah what's fun about curling like it's like a it's a game too it's not like an event yeah no it is and it's yeah it is a game and the, the i think the coolest part about curling is that there's not a lot of noise that goes on during it. So you just hear the, these Swedish guys and Russian guys just like yelling at each other the whole game. Mm-hmm. And you have no idea what they're saying, but you know that they're conducting the offense. <laughs> they are doing something, pointing them around and getting them going. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a blast to watch. It's, it doesn't look like it would be a blast to watch, but it gets intense. No, people, people really hate on it, which is a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. I, I feel like if you take the time to like learn the rules, then you can have really you? appreciate it. I'm like relearning now because I because every forget. four years you forget, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's not like I'm not watching like the world championships or anything. It's only the Olympics. That's fair. But they had him mic'd up earlier too, which was cool. But like the one guy, the the one announcer was on the team four years ago that won gold, and that guy sounded like he was speaking a different language when he was explaining what was happening. <laughs> I was like, guy, you got to dumb this down a little bit. <laughs> like this is. I, there's no way that people understand what you're talking about. Do you think, I mean, there's got to be, there's curling leagues, right? I'm guessing. I'm assuming there's yeah. curling leagues. And I know they have, like, I they have, like, world rankings of teams. That's pretty sick. But, yeah, I don't, I've never paid attention to it outside of the Olympics. Uh, My number one is speed skating. I really? love speed skating. It just, they all look like Frozone. Just show they look show, so show. goofy. They look, they look cool, I think. They're like, yeah, they do. they're sliding down the, the, the track, going in race. I mean, I think it's intense. It's intense. It's fun. Yeah, it's like Slenderman is what they look like. Yeah, they're all super skinny. Sometimes they like brawl. They, I mean, it's, uh, it's intense, that speed skating. It's weird how they have like, they have like two people going at one. I always think that they're going to collide. Oh, they come close, so close to like switch as they're going. I don't know how they pull that off. I want to see them do it with like 10 people at once. And I think I love it so much because I can't even regularly skate. So it's like the fact that they're just going for speed out there. And you're right. They're all like these lanky athletes that have long Mm -hmm. legs and long arms. And they do look like Slenderman because they are in like these black suits and just whoosh, whoosh. (laughs) And... I just got to think, like, if anything's chasing after you, I think the fastest, like, not, like, you know, of course, like, anything in a car or a motor, but one of the fastest things is, like, if you're on ice, you're screwed. You're, I'm <laughs> done for. I'm on ice. So, I, that's, that's my favorite. Yeah. It's crazy, like, the amount of pressure that they put on their ankles, too. Like, when you see the angle at which, like, the oh, yeah, is hitting the ice, it's unbelievable that they stay up. That they stay up and that they have literal knives on their feet mm-hmm. going around and they're not hitting anybody. They're not like, I'm surprised someone doesn't lose a, lose a finger every four years, <laughs> yeah. even with them, like kicking up, you know, uh-huh. it's like they're kicking up and they could hit someone behind them. And Oh, it's dangerous. Yep. 
I love this part of the Olympics too, where like right at the beginning, and yes, as you're watching all the sports for the first time in a while, and you just sit there in awe at like everyone, you're like, look at that, like, how do they do that? Like, that's so cool. Oh, I know. And then and after it's like... like a week, you're like, wait, the Olympics is still going on. <laughs> it's happened every time. Yes, it's that like does the same time. little trend in my brain. Right now, I'm like, everything I want to watch is I just want to see it and like appreciate it. But I know in a week, I will not care about anything. I, I just um, think it's like watching all these guys, even when they, they fail or whatever, it's like, even if they fail, like, never in my life am I going to do anything that they do. <laughs> yeah, all right. What was it? I was wa- we were watching snowboarding the other day, and there were so many people that fell, and I was like, "This is ridiculous! Like, this is an Olympic event. This many people <laughs> should not be falling." Like, I know that they're trying to do fancy stuff, and they have to like hit the fanciest stuff to win gold. But, like, you can't be falling this much. It was like fifty percent of the runs <laughs> they were falling. It's like this is unbelievable. They're Olympic athletes, but uh, anyway, my number two is. I lump these together because they're so similar, but the skeleton and the luge. Okay. The sled where they go down yeah. the ice. That, mm-hmm. I just love that because it doesn't luge. look like they're doing anything. No, and you, I always think, how is one person faster than the other? I know. It doesn't make any sense. Like, what? <laughs> All they like do is hop like this. And it's like, what are they doing? How, how are they, but, like, if you were to do it, you'd get smoked. No, we'd get murdered. I don't know why. The luge, it's funny because the luge is them on their back. And the skeleton is them on their front. And uh-huh. it's two different sports. And it's <laughs> yeah. and I'm sure there's a completely different strategy to do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, the skill set. And that's another one. It's like you fall off that, and I know they have helmets, but oh, you're that's dead. that is hard. That you're gonna hurt yourself. Yeah. It's <laughs> you trouble. are really hurting yourself if you get uh if you get caught and falling off those. Yep, the stakes are very high in the luge. Oh, definitely the luge. And I, I mean, it looks and it looks like that they're on nothing. It looks like they're just going down a water slide. That's like I could sit and watch the luge for hours. This guy's going, boom, boom, boom. and they're going like and they have the different camera angles because like you can't cover the whole track. Oh yeah, <laughs> so it'll like yeah, and they go like whoosh, and then it just cuts to the next camera, and then they go boom around the corner. Yeah, it's like a movie. It's like, the it's whoosh, so whoosh. It's like a car chase scene in a movie, <laughs> and they're going like eighty-five miles per hour. Uh-huh. It's crazy. That's the other thing is like they always flash and you're like, oh, they're really going that fast. No way. That's yeah. It's oh, it's ridiculous. Um I, yeah, I love the skeleton in them. All right, my number two, I'm going with the biathlon. They ski, mm-hmm. they shoot. So it's, it's everything you want. It's it's like, <laughs> let's just take the winter Olympics, but give them a gun. <laughs> I, I love thinking about like who came up with this? Oh sport? yeah, honestly, like someone's out. I feel like someone's like out uh, skiing, um, you know, like at like Round Top or whatever ski mountains like around us, and they uh, they just bring a gun and they're like, "All right, let's just shoot some targets while we're skiing." And then like, wait a second, we could do scoring off this. I think it started as like somewhere out in the depths of Canada, like they they would hunt. They oh, would probably ski yeah. through the woods, and they just like shoot bears and stuff. That's how I like to think that it started. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? This is too much fun to not be a real event. It it is too much fun. It, like when that's on, I, that I'm glued. I'm glued to the TV. <laughs> and it's the the summer they have the normal shooting, and they're like you you run to somewhere else and shoot something else. Uh, it's nothing. It's not as cool skis. when you pop some skis on and start going down <laughs> the slopes. Like, oh, it's crazy. Uh, looking looking at pictures of it too, just like on Google Images, like the first picture is them all lined up, like it's a firing squad. They're all like this. Oh, I see. I'm looking at and it right the now. Second picture is just them like skiing along. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it's like it's like ski, 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 ski. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's funny, and it's it's also funny because it's like there's so many degrees of skiing in the Winter Olympics. Where there's like right. the long jump and the speed skiing and the uh, and then there's this one where it's just like they're just trotting along, <laughs> like and like the skiing. Of course, it's an aspect of it, but it doesn't seem like it's a physically demanding aspect. They're just kind of like casually skiing to the next <laughs> one. So I, I I think it's hilarious. Like they, it's almost like they waddle over to like the next. Uh-huh. They're like all right, everyone, and especially when they're all in like the pack. They're all doing it together. It's like a bunch yeah, of penguins. Yeah, that's the best it. part. Yeah. That's the best shot of the whole thing. 
Is that when they just light up the targets and it's just right on our merry way? Here we go. Yep. <laughs> next target. Oh, All right. That's funny. Uh, my next one. Mm, which one? This one's tough. I'm all right. I'm gonna still gonna go with ice hockey, but it's gotten worse because they've taken out the professionals. Yeah, I want to watch the pros play. So the pro, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I don't know yeah, either. now it's it's back it's to amateurs. So who's playing? Like, are, are can minor league players know. play? No, that's professional. So so anyone with a contract can't play. I don't think so. I should get good at hockey. I'll start playing for the U.S. team. <laughs> the well, like who's playing? Players. Oh, so they can play? Yeah, well, amateurs. Yeah, I get. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I guess they're collegiate. They're not amateurs. I guess they they're not professional. Amateurs. Yeah, you're right. They're not professionals. Um, yeah, you're right. They should have professionals be able to play. I think it's stupid that they can't. To be fair, I think it, it is. might have been the league that decided. Like. It wasn't well, like the Olympic Committee. It was the players that were like, yeah, we don't want to do this anymore. To be fair, it's in the middle of their season. It's in the middle of the season. So it's like they don't want to stop and focus on something else. Like, luckily... And they have the World Cup now of hockey. That they, they do. do. Like, before the season starts. I should get in the hockey. Um, They have... I, I think... I, like, you're right. The NBA, they have players can play, but it's... It's not during the season, so it's mm-hmm. it's not disrupting anything. It's not going to injure any of them that it won't – I mean, it will injure one of them, but it won't, you know, affect their whole season and the playoff runs and stuff. Maybe they should just – NHL should just give them a break. Like, the Olympics That's is only, what, what three weeks? Yeah. But yeah. I guess they don't want to – their break, they actually want to break. They don't want right. to then go play <laughs> Grab hockey. to China. Yeah. And then play more Grab hockey. 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 I I I I put it on there just because it's like I said with curling, like it's a game between two teams where there's points, and like that's to me is way more exciting than these events. Oh, they they always are. And the the win in the summer and the uh, the winter, all the Olympic events where it's teams, I think is all mm-hmm. way more fun. Plus, there's like so much history with USA hockey and like you know America on ice and that stuff. So I had to keep it. Keep that's it true. High up on the list. Yeah. Good pick. Uh, my next pick is the luge. We just kind of talked about that, though, didn't we? No, we didn't. Yeah. We talked about. Oh no, yeah, we did. We did. Well, so. I can. Mm, no, I no, no. Skeleton and luge, so I'll just make mine skeleton officially. No, 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 that's fine. We already talked about it. Okay. It's the same thing. We'll skip okay. it. All right. I like snowboarding. Snowboarding's sick. I didn't even have snowboard. I don't know why. I don't like. I think it's cool, but. I think maybe like the wipeouts the other day just bothered me too much, and I was like, you know what? I don't even... <laughs> not throwing them on. <laughs> um, I just I like I like the tricks. I like it when they're racing. I like all of that stuff. So the I mean I don't even know if they do race, but I I love like the X Games and stuff. I think that's dope, and the Olympics mm-hmm. is dope. And now it's last year of Sean White. He's gonna retire yeah, after this that. Olympics, and I'm I'm pumped to. I don't know if he's. I hope he hasn't gone already, but... Um, well, not in, like, the, the finals. Not in the finals or whatever, yeah. yeah. But... Let's see. I can't, uh, I can't wait to see him him do his final one. Yeah, it, that's it was, one that I will, like, actually make sure that I know when it's coming on. Because usually with the Olympics, it's just kind of like you turn it on when you feel like watching it and you just get whatever. That, like, that's one that I'll have to pay attention to. That is the best part about the... Um, the Olympics is that every at like every hour of the day you are like ah I could watch sports if I wanted to mm-hmm. like I could do something if I wanted to and watch sports. Yeah. So what I have noticed though is you have to jump through hoops to figure out when like specific events are on. That is my which always is so annoying. With the summer <laughs> I don't Olympics, know why it's like that. With the summer Olympics, with the winter Olympics, it's so frustrating. Like the reason why I never get invested and like really want to watch it all yeah. is because it's. And it's not it's not their fault. I mean, they're playing in China and they have to use the daylight. So it's like it's always at these random ass times. And they're always through like it's like if you go to this NBC channel, it's this one. This one is this one. This one's not even live. It's not shown anywhere. But it'll be shown later. And it's it's whack. We have a we have Peacock in the apartment and they have they have everything, which is nice. Yeah, I bet. All right. Uh, Next up, you. My turn. Yeah, you're right. third. Bobsled. 
Oh, bobsled. That's another bobsled one. Bobsled is different enough to separate because it's like four people. Yeah. And they have to like run and then all hop in, which is awesome. Yeah, the bobsled is also another one where you're like, ah, oh, me and my four buddies could do this. <laughs> yeah, me and the boys could hop in this one. And just Absolutely. start. All we had to do is be coordinated and run together and we can figure yep. it out. I, I want to know what practice is like for the luge, the skeleton, <laughs> and the bobsled. Are they, is there just a giant hill and they're just like, all right, got to keep going down? Yeah, and you just keep running and timing and yep. running and timing. Yes. Like, I doubt, I don't know what kind of physical shape you have to be in. Like, I'm assuming you have to be in decent shape, but it's not like, like I don't think you're working out that much, right, for the bobsled. And bob it's funny, sled. and it's like, maybe you want some bigger dudes. Get some weight on there, make it go, make it start flying. Do you? Would that, I don't how, know. How does the physics work there? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm in physics one, and I have an exam on Friday. I should know, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Um, I think I'm what makes the the sleds so exciting for me because it's two of my top four right now is just how oblivious I am to like how it works. No, that's the part. Of, that's part of it. The fact that we think we can do it is the best part. <laughs> yeah, right. When you think you can be an Olympic athlete, you're like, all right, this sport's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Of course, this sport's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like I have a better chance of doing Olympic bobsled than I do of Olympic curling. I feel hell, like I could learn hell, bobsled in two you, weeks. Yeah, you have. You've, I think a year's like, master. I think I would have a better chance being an Olympic bobsledder than Olympic water polo player. And I actually played water polo. <laughs> like, it's like, come on. Uh, I don't know. That I think that's the the more the most fun about it. Yeah. All right, my next one, four right. Yeah, long yes, jump skiing. Was, yeah, love I the long jump. Yeah. Got. I mean. Who doesn't want to see I don't know how they jump? don't break their feet every uh, time they do it. I don't understand. I w- that's the one that I'm like, all right, maybe I couldn't master that one quickly. I would also be <laughs> horrified to do it. I would never do it. They are like, they're vertical in the air. They are mm-hmm. facing, the, and their poles are going out that way. Mm-hmm. And they're, I mean, they don't have poles. I mean, the sticks are going out that way. And they are just flying down that hill. Yeah. I mean, think about, like, if you accidentally tilt back too much, and then all of a sudden you're literally landing on your neck and you're done. Or lean too far forward. Yeah. You're going over. It's like... And then you literally get snapped in half. How does that not happen more? I don't know. Or, like, what if you accidentally land and the, like, for some reason your skis are a little too low? And it's like, then you get it stuck. Like, what if you get it stuck on the snow and then you flip over and, like, completely destroy yourself? The... They, it, it's truly impressive, and I give props to anyone who does it. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites to watch. I had that on there as well. Um, all right, my number five will wrap it up with the classic figure skating. And oh, figure yeah. skating is, I think, the only one where I root for them to screw up. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got to root for them to screw <laughs> up. It's, they slip and fall. I mean, especially or... when it's like the, the mixed doubles. When you have, like, the guy and the girl, and they're doing their routine, and one of them screws it up, and then they just get, like, the dirtiest look yes, ever from yes. their partner. It's fantastic. So, I have... I, dude, I, I gotta figure out the name of this one real quick. It's the... It's the skiing where they're going down the hill, and they're... I, I, maybe it's Alpine skiing. skiing? Yeah, alpine skiing. Yeah, that was that the was other it. one that I had on my list. Yeah, when, it, when they're like they're going through the like yes. the gates, and they're, they're going around awesome. the curves, eighty miles yes. per hour. Woof, woof. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, <laughs> the the fact that they hit those little things all the time it, mm-hmm. impresses me so much. They mu- like it's they awesome. must come back with their shoulders sore. They're hitting yeah. that at eighty miles per hour. Uh huh. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, that one I haven't seen on yet either. No, oh, I watched it. I watched it last it. night. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So, yeah, that's round up the top five. Any honorable mentions? Mine no, Alpine Scheme was the last one that didn't get taken. I, yeah. I mean, we probably hit. We hit a good amount of them. We hit 10 of them. Yeah. What else is there? Uh, I'll tell you right now. There is There's freestyle skiing. Nordic Combine. Nordic that's Combine? Not. I don't know what that is. Combine. Nordic Combine, cross-country skiing. Combined with the ski jump? Oh, cross-country scene's the worst. Cross-country skiing combined with the ski jump. That's oh. kind of cool. <laughs> um, 
we didn't how does that work because like wouldn't it take so long to get up back up to like the ski jump hill or do you jump and then you ski i have no idea i don't it, the the article just says ski jump is pretty uh dangerous yeah but the i think it's yeah i think it's jumping and then you ski because okay, yeah, because because you can't jump with the the poles so they, you probably finish the jump then they hand you the poles you get going yeah that makes sense did you know that there was ice dancing i thought they were all just called I did i thought they were all just called figure skating oh no there's dancing which i, I don't know what the difference is it doesn't seem like there would be a difference um, uh i mean we did miss cross-country skiing which blows yeah. it's kind of boring <laughs> i'm not a big fan of cross-country skiing it's like run, it's like watching ski. a trace, a, you know, a, a a race, like of people yeah, running. And I like, don't want, I don't care about that. It's yeah, it's kind of like um, like but like a long distance too, race, yeah. Where they have like too much equipment and they're all like stuck together. It's like, yeah, it's it's kind of pointless. Uh, fun fact about ski jumping: six fatalities have occurred in the U.S. during the past fifty years. Damn. And twelve out of a hundred thousand participants annually. Die? So. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Oh, my God. I mean, like, that's not that many. No, but still. But it's more than, like, another sport. <laughs> it's more than, like, probably any other sport. But yeah. I don't know. That's That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it's not more. Right? I'm surprised it's not more. Especially, like, beginners. Like, how are they not just dropping dead all the time? Yeah, facts. How are they going down that at, like, 80 miles per hour and just, like, the first day on the... It's like, how many times have you done that? Ah, that's the first one. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I think if my first one, I'd be flying up there and I'd, I'd get... I'd hit the ramp. I'd be in form and then I'd look down. Ah, start falling down. I think I'd just black out. Like, <laughs> just, I don't think I would... You'd be going down, down the hill and just... Shut down. <laughs> There's no way that I would make it from there jumping and landing without like passing out. Maybe that's what they're doing. They have those helmets on. <laughs> they, they just, just completely they shut just down. black out. And that's why their body's like that. They're just still. That's <laughs> what their body is it was meant to do with the gravity and everything. Oh. Alright, well the, that wraps up the, the t- it's been a while. That felt good. That felt really good. Um that does it for the pod. See everyone for a Super Bowl packed episode on Friday. Happy hour. Be there or be square. We'll see everyone there. Uh, Thanks for listening.